Welcome to the Liquid Wisdom Podcast, where we are now out of the pool and in the driver's seat of life. Now, this is the place where new experiences and newfound knowledge await you. I have to say, cheers to you, my friend, for grasping the pen of positivity and writing to the new chapter of your life. So please, feel free to take a seat as we explore these new horizons together. And please, keep your feet off the furniture. Hi, how's it going? Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You know, I have to say, it's really good to see great people again, and even more so when they're in good health. And I hope that's the case with you. I know it's been a little while since we last spoke and a little while since we last seen each other. I do apologize for that. So that's why with us seeing each other again, as you can take a look around and listen around it's just us today and I wanted to have a conversation with you about something that's very important to me and I hope maybe you can find some sort of uh, gem out of this or maybe grease the wheels or maybe even be inspired from the conversation that we have so I'll start with a question have you ever taken a stand for anything at any point in your life Um, whether it was something in school, something at home, something in the community, online. Have you ever taken a stand? And that's honestly what I wanted to talk to you about today. You know, taking charge of taking a stand. You know, you know, there will be times in everyone's life, including yours and mine, when you will need to take a stand for something. You will have to draw a line in the sand and, and decide that no one has permission to cross it. That the proverbial line, right? It may be a bully at school, could be a group of people, uh, experiencing discrimination, uh, or just sometimes that morally, something that's morally wrong and needs to be addressed. It could be, you know, pretty intimidating to take a stand. You know, you may have questions like, oh, well, uh, Liquid, you know, how do I do it? Uh, Will I be brave enough? What change needs to happen? So let's take a look through our history and find out how one person or groups of people took a stand and created change. We'll go through the different types of resistance, how to get people to understand your cause and how to expand your worldview to consider someone else's cause, even, even if it doesn't directly affect you. Okay, so let's get down to business. Well, let's get down to conversation. Have a seat. Pull up a nice, comfy chair. Enjoy the beautiful music. And let's talk about empowering yourself and others to take a stand okay now first question people tend to ask is like why, why is it important okay and, and that's a good place to start sometimes you may be the only one to notice you know that something is wrong or needs to be changed other times plenty of people notice but they're waiting for you know one person to stand up so they in turn can join the fight or maybe they want someone to fight for them as they are too afraid for 
whatever reason they may have to be in the spotlight. Now, it's important to take a stand and at least start the ball rolling towards positive change. I think we can agree on that, right? If people don't make their voices heard, change will never happen. And sadly, we tend to lean on, you know, politicians and corporations that may not always be counted on to do what's right. Unless the public shows with their voices and even more so with their wallets at times that support will not continue unless the change is made. If if brave people hadn't led the way and took a stand, things like slavery, apartheid, voter suppression, child labor, segregation, denial of civil rights, the Holocaust and dictatorships would still be in place today. One, one point of note, though, a lot of these problems still exist in the world, in different parts of the world today. But people throughout history were brave enough to at least set an example to say things like, this can't go on any longer. They, they made a precedent for others to see so that they, too, can fight for freedom. Not only did the people affected take a stand, but there are many examples of others choosing to join a fight that was not theirs because they knew it was the right thing to do. A lot of uh, white people joined uh, the blacks in sit-ins and in protests during the 50s and 60s. Muhammad Ali boldly faced jail time and fines for refusing to be drafted into the Vietnam War. Thousands of people stood with the Native Americans to protect the building of the Dakota Access Pipeline that sadly ended up tainting the soil and water at Standing Rock. These attempts to right the wrongs of the world are not without frustrations, setbacks, and disappointments. However, there is light in what could be perceived as darkness. They also show solidarity, hope, and willingness to fight for our future and those of uh, those who have children, friends, family, loved ones, a community you care for, all of those things. Now, when it comes to illuminating conversations, it, you can maybe relate or become inspired in some way when you find out some people who have taken a stand throughout history. Now, besides the courageous actions of Muhammad Ali, there are many other people, both well-known and some not so known, who have contributed to a better society. First example, Sophie Scholl was a member of the White Rose Resistance Group, uh, which was comprised of German youth who opposed Hitler and his regime in, the in around the 1930s and 40s, I believe. In 1943, at the age of 21, Scholl was arrested for distributing anti-war leaflets, and unfortunately, she was later executed. However, her actions are still remembered fondly today as someone who, in the face of overwhelming tyranny, still chose to inspire others. Here's another example on this side of the world, in the United States. At just six years old, there was a little girl by the name of Ruby Bridges. Some of you may be familiar with her story. Some of you may not be. Uh, for those of you who don't know, she was the first child to desegregate Louisiana's all-white uh, William Franz 
Elementary School. Now, both Ruby and her family endured threats and hardship as a result of their decision. Ruby even had to bring her lunch daily to school for fear of being food poisoned. But there were both blacks and whites who supported the family and many white parents broke the boycott against the school and allowed their children to attend, being inspired by this little girl's continuous acts of courage. Do you like those examples? Let me give you one more. Let me give you one more. Frank Sinatra, Fly Me to the Moon, right? (laughs) Was a member of the famous Rat Pack, which included Dean Martin, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, Of course, Sinatra was a part of that as well, if I already didn't mention that. So Sinatra always promoted talent, no no matter the color. When on stage, he insisted his orchestras be integrated. One time, he went to the Stork Club, which is a which is a nice swinging club in New York City um, during that time, and he was told he would not be admitted if Lena Horne, who was a black woman, uh, came with him. Sinatra threatened to raise a public fuss if they did not admit her, and of course, they relented. He also refused to play at clubs or stay at hotels that banned black people from being a part of it. Isn't that incredible? Here's a few more people I'll name from throughout history. Cesar Chavez, Susan B. Anthony, Martin Luther King, Harriet Tubman, and Nelson Mandela are just a few of the many who saw the pain and oppression of their people and decided to take a stand. Now, if you're not the, of course, fight for glory type, which which I understand not everyone's fight is the same kind of fight. So let's say you're all fired up and ready to take a stand but you know you want to avoid criminal charges if possible or physical confrontation i can respect that what kind of ways can you peacefully take a stand and really make an impact well since we're in the age of technology you can use things like blogs vlogs podcasts and social media sites or channels if you're into youtube so and so on and so forth to let your voice be heard now Censorship is prevalent worldwide and freedom of speech is still very much a right in many countries. So do not let that deter you from getting your voice out there. Getting an important message is much easier and can have a much wider reach more than ever before. If you're not into the technology aspect, you can boycott. Now, One of the things that drives a business is money. So affecting the profits of a business has always been an effective strategy for those who want to create change. Events such as the Rosa Parks and the Alabama bus boycott, um, Che Guevara and the Delano Great Boycott, uh, Gandhi Salt March and the South Africa boycott are all examples of boycotts that made a difference. Now, you can also do things like protests, right? Protests can come in the forms of sit-ins, uh, taken to the streets in a non-violent march, okay, or candlelight vigils. Here's an example of what a candlelight vigil can do, right? So from 2016 to 2017, South Korea had a series of candlelight vigils that involved over 16 million people. Do you know that's almost a third of South Korea's population? Okay. And these vigil, this vigil over the course of that year eventually led to the impeachment of South Korea's president, uh, Park Geun-hee, on corruption charges. 
if you don't want to protest or boycott you can also do petitions okay petitions while it may seem like a signature doesn't make much of a difference petitions have actually worked in the past here's an example a grieving mother in queensland australia created a petition to implement suicide training for emergency department employees right uh i think the mother's name was uh carrie keeper her son chris uh was turned away from an er after the staff failed to recognize his self-harm injuries and unfortunately passed away seven days several days later excuse me keeper's petition gained sixty-six thousand signatures which led to specialized training being introduced for the staff and that training made the difference in helping plenty of other individuals who were suffering silently and reached out for help if you're someone who believes in the power of a vote you can call your local congressman now (laughs) now this one may take a lot of people to work okay now back in 2020 republic um representative excuse me uh don uh mckeon or yeah i think i think i said that right mitch eachin eachin (laughs) from Virginia said his office was flooded with calls from angry voters concerning delays in unemployment benefits. Now, McEachin uh, then reached out to Virginia Employment Commissioner Ellen Marie Hess personally, since so many of the citizens he represented were not receiving a response from the agency. Now, on a side note, um, iPhones and Androids both have apps like uh, Relevote, uh, Accountable, and our Congress that make it easy to contact Congress people um, to follow the, their latest activities. So if you're involved in your community on the local, state, or even federal level, you can use that in order to you know, keep up with what's going on and also have a direct line to reach out to those who are supposed to represent you. Okay? Some things that I've, I've heard people say is like, well, I want to say something, but um, how do I speak up so that others will listen? And that's that's a very great question. You, you may feel as if your voice is small compared to someone like a celebrity or a politician. You, you may even face opposition towards your stance. But you have to remember, all the people I've mentioned prior faced the exact same thing as you or something you may face. OK, some received death threats. Some were arrested. Some had rich and powerful people against them but each person knew their cause was too important to give up so the question becomes how do we channel that same energy right (laughs) keep that same energy and do so in a way that people will listen one thing you can try is try speaking the way you'd want someone to speak to you the easiest way to shut down a useful dialogue is to insult or diminish your your opposition or to do so to someone you want to listen to your cause. If you want kindness and understanding from the other side, create that same atmosphere for them. One thing you can use as a as a tactic, so to speak, is to compliment your opponent. <laughs> now, this may sound totally against what you want to do, but it disarms the other person. Tell them that you understand their side and they have a perfectly good reason for why they feel the way that they do the thing to remember is that people use to prepare themselves for opposition um, or in a fight or a fight it's much more difficult to fight someone who starts a discussion with praise and this is a very important component as well listen 
someone with an opposing view may have a, a memory, upbringing, or experience that influences them. It would help not to dismiss them and show that you're willing to listen. You can also rehearse. Do your research and, and have your points ready. Okay, if you if you're caught off guard, which happens to a lot of us, it may it makes things easier for the opposition to criticize your ideas. Also, walk with confidence. Keep eye contact. Bring your shoulders up, and stand tall when you speak. If you aren't confident in your ideas, others won't be either. And also, know when to walk away. Some people didn't come to listen; they came to win. Recognize when it's time to step back and try a different tactic. Notice I didn't say give up. (laughs) It takes practice to be confident and poised enough to make your voice heard. But anyone from a young Jewish girl like Anne Frank to Mansa Musa, one of the richest men in history who freely gave his wealth and knowledge to others can be seen, heard, and respected. All right? Now, I know at this point, potentially, you could be saying, well, Liquid, what what if it isn't my fight? There are a lot of things I believe in, but it doesn't directly affect my life, which is a fair thing to ask. Okay. Now, back in the 18th century, there was this person named Edmund Burke who once said, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. It is no question that we've seen that several times over dictators rule unchallenged. Laws are enacted to disenfranchise one group over another. We, at times, turn a blind eye when it's not us that's affected. But what may end up happening, in the words of Martin Niemöller's, which said, Then they came from me, and there was no one left to speak for me. Now, before rushing to judge others who may think or act differently than you, put yourself in their shoes. How would I feel if someone tried to take away my rights and freedoms based on my appearance, my gender, my religion, my lifestyle, or my views? How would I feel if I reached out for help only to see others turn away or even insult me because I wasn't like them? Or better yet, how would it feel for someone to have no reason at all to help me, but they join the fight anyway? They stand with me? They treat me like a brother or sister? That may feel a bit unrealistic in this day and age, but sometimes it only takes one person to show a little kindness for others to follow along. The beautiful thing about kindness is that it's something that you can see through action and something you also can feel and experience. And it affects us all in a myriad of ways. But the underlying aspect of kindness is as indelible. You can go 60, 70 years and still remember how that stranger way back when was so very kind to you and expected nothing in return. I know sometimes that we live, it feels like we live in this world where people seem more selfish and combative by the day. But I also encourage you to try to find even one way to extend some kindness daily. Uh, Here's the thing. A a University of California professor created an experiment testing the effects of kindness, right? She asked one group of subjects to do three acts of kindness per week for others. 
and the other group to do three acts of self-kindness. Did you know that she found those uh, who were kind to others became happier and felt more connected to the world than the subjects who did the uh, the acts of self-kindness? So all I'm saying is, is that let's be kind to ourselves by being willing um, to take a stand when the need arises for someone else whose lives are affected differently than ours who looks differently from us who looks different from us who may have a different skin color a different gender let's try to be there for one another and be willing to fight for each other and let's also just be kind to others when we see the need to join their fight for a better future okay now I, I gotta say it, it felt so good having this incredible conversation with you and i know i said a lot about taking a stand and being kind and you know that sort of thing it just felt really good being able to sit with you again just us and just exchange ideas and listen to one another and i know i said a lot as i said before but it, it felt it felt incredible returning to form so like i always say <laughs> before i go and until the next time we see each other again you're only a couple of decisions away from discovering your purpose and maximizing your potential and it's my sincere hope today by taking a stand even if it means going after what makes you happy in this world continue to maximize your potential while finding exhilaration in your purpose whatever it may be please take care of yourself of course stay hydrated continue to walk in grace and kindness every day that you're blessed to see and I sincerely hope I see you next time where we can catch up talk about life and of course create new experiences and memories take care of yourselves take care of each other till next time Oh, dear listener, that is all the time we have for this episode. Don't forget to leave a tip. If you like what you heard and want more liquid wisdom, you can find other episodes like this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Amazon Music, and many others. If you want to interact with me and follow my adventures, feel free to stop by and say hello on my Twitter at Formless Liquid. Thank you again for listening and downloading. Don't forget to be awesome. Until next time.